Welcome to episode 51 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. What is the essence of health? How does a leader know if they are healthy? This is Leadership in Context, a conversation on leadership in the context of the local church. For show notes, email podcast at nrpastors.com. And now here's Keith Tusi. Well, I was doing a pastor's meeting, and uh, I was sharing the vision of NRP, the Network of Related Pastors, for which I'm involved. And I made the statement about our vision. I said, our vision is that healthy leaders equal healthy churches. And I believe that vision, and that's my life passion. That's what I do. I believe a healthy leader will produce a healthy church. And so there was a gentleman there at the meeting, a pastor, Uh, who is not a part of our network of churches. And he asked the question, a very powerful question. He said, what does a healthy church look like? What is a healthy church? And I was stunned by his question because I did not have an answer for that. I had a lot of nuances. I had a lot of conceptions. I, I had subjective feelings about what a healthy church was. But I was taking, even as he was asking the question, I was going to another level. What does health look like? And so since that time, I've been jotting down some things and considering it and asking the Lord, you know, what is a, a healthy church? What does what does health look like? And we know the outcome of it. You know, a healthy church is a harmonious church. It's a worshiping church. It's a giving church. It's a serving church. It's a mission church. It's a discipleship church. It's an embracing church. Uh, yeah, those, those are the outcomes of it, but what is the essence of that health? And how does a leader know if they're, if they're healthy? Uh, you know, there's a verse in Proverbs, or excuse me, Ecclesiastes 10, that says, If the axe is dull and the edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. And I think a lot of times in leadership, whether it's in ministry, in family, in our business world, community affairs, that we're depending on sheer force to get something done rather than the edge of the blade being sharp. I remember one time sitting in the car waiting for one of my kids to come out of a place, and there was a guy in the corner cutting a tree down. I jokingly said he was trying to burn it down. Because his saw blade was so dull that you could smell the little tree burning. And literally, I don't know how much time he put into it, but he put a lot of time while I was sitting there trying to get through this small tree, literally with a blade that was so dull that there was a cloud of smoke trying to burn the tree down with a dull blade. And of course, there there was a life lesson there, and this verse comes to mind. So I think health is is being sharp, okay? Obviously, at different ages and different developments, health looks a little bit different. But I did boil it down to a couple things I thought I would share with you uh, that would be helpful. So let me give these to you, okay? I'm going to give you four things that I believe health looks like. Number one, the ability to care for yourself, the ability to take care of yourself. You've heard me say probably in the past that the highest form of government is self-government. Well, 
the essence of health is, I believe, the ability to take care of yourself. You know, you've heard the illustration when you're in an airplane and you lose altitude, the oxygen mask drops. I've actually been in a plane where that's happened. What do they tell you? Put your mask on first. Why? Because if somebody else needs help, a child or an elderly person, uh, it's going to be a lot easier for you to help them if you're not dying of oxygen deprivation. <clears throat> so the first thing is to take care of yourself. Uh, and of course, there's disciplines that go along with that. Your own time with the Lord, your own Bible study time, your own emotional, you know, rebooting time. But the ability to take care of yourself. A healthy person can take care of themselves. If there's something going on in a leader's life where they can't do that, that's not a sin. That's not a crime. If it were true in the physical realm, you would go to a doctor. If it was true in the emotional realm, you'd come emotional support, a support group, a small group, a counselor, whatever it may be. Uh, spiritually, you'd get under some pastoral care. You'd let somebody speak into your life. You'd get some prophetic ministry. Uh, but you would say, listen, if I can't take care of myself, my axe is dull, and I'm just going to burn this tree down. I'm really not going to get a clean cut here. Okay, so number one is the ability to take care of yourself. Number two, to live pain-free without distraction. Pain-free without distraction. In my life, there have been several periods where I have struggled, where I've hurt my back. And, of course, that's not pleasant. It disrupts your life. You, you are not living pain-free when you can't bend over and tie your shoes or lay down flat and take a good night's rest. You know, that is disruptive. But, you know, the thing that really bothers me when I've had those bouts of pain in my back is not just the physical pain. It's the distraction. It's the mental drain that it takes away from me, somehow never knowing that my back and my brain were so connected. But it's, it's the distraction of it. And when we're living in pain, spiritually, emotionally, physically, there is an ominous distraction that zaps our energy in any one or all of those fields. So we're not healthy if there is pain that is distracting us. Let me say this. There are pains in life, and dealing with those pains may not be pleasant. But I believe if we're healthy, there's a pain that we can go through. You know, you can break an arm, have it casted up, be mending, and not be completely distracted by that. But I think there is a pain that is distracting us, and that means we're not healthy. The first is that we're on the mend. We had an injury, we had a trauma, but we're not we're on the mend that's not distracting us. And there's I wrote down four ways to deal with pain, and some of you could probably elaborate on this much better than I could. Uh, number one, you manage your pain. You know, you you take an Advil and uh, you know you manage your pain or you you get some more rest, you manage your pain. Uh, number two is you ignore your pain and hope it will go away. That usually doesn't work, does it? Spiritually, emotionally, physically. That <clears throat> that that usually doesn't work. Uh, number two, you do plans to limit your pain. Okay? You know, if you've got a backache, there's certain things that you're not going to do. You're going to, and you're going to watch yourself. Now, that's what I've done. I have 
a plan where I know that when I hit my limit, I don't push it anymore. I back off. I don't help people move anymore. I'll show up, teach them how to load the truck. I'll pick up little items. But it seems that every time I help somebody move, for whatever reason, those actions are things that really inflamed my injury and caused me to be in pain. So I limit that. I just don't do that anymore. I don't help people uh, uh you know, move their furniture anymore. When I moved myself the last time, I felt like a little bit of a of, of a of a weeb. I felt a little bit of a less of a man, maybe even. But I I had to get some people to help me move to do the heavy lifting. Uh, I I got in the truck. I helped you know on that end. You know, okay, guys, put it here, put it there. But I knew that if I did that, I would suffer the consequences for that. So you limit that and manage it. You can manage it. You can ignore it. You can limit, or you can do some therapy to get rid of it. Okay. There may be uh, a pain in your back. There may be a pain in your heart that you say, I'm just not going to limit this, but I'm going to enlarge my scope. I'm going to build my muscles. I'm going to do some physical therapy. I'm going to do some emotional therapy. I'm going to do some spiritual therapy, but I've got to stretch that muscle. Those are all four responses. I think uh, three of them are valid. One of them ignoring is not valid depending on it. Okay. The third reason you know you're healthy or you should be healthy is to serve beyond yourself. A healthy person serves beyond their health. Uh, a healthy business gives back to the community. A healthy family shares with their neighbors. A healthy church is beyond the walls of their church. A healthy leader serves beyond the things that are on his agenda. Uh, let me just say this. Idleness deteriorates health in any realm. Idleness deteriorates health in any realm. And what some people call rest, the Bible calls idleness. Doing nothing is not a solution. Building up stamina so you can do something, taking a break, having a rest, taking a vacation, not just to get away from something, but to build yourself back up so you can go back at it is a lot more productive. But idleness, just doing something. Over the years, I've seen many people say, I, I just need a break. I just need a break. Taking a break doesn't do anything. It can build up your strength so that you can go back at it. And I think that's important. That's the heart of rest. So serving beyond ourself is healthy. Okay. And lastly, number four, health is the ability to fight off disease and fight off attack. Look at the word dis-ease, dis-ease, dis-ease. Okay. So health is the ability to fight off disease. Health is the ability to handle pain in life when it comes because you know what? Pain in life is going to come. It hasn't come today. It'll probably come tomorrow. That's not being a pessimist. That's being a realist. That's being in the fight. That's encountering the realm that you live in 
But when you're healthy, when you take those blows, when you get those disappointments, you can fight them off just like your body can fight off an infection. Your, your body can fight off a, you know, you, you, you take a punch, you take a hit, you, you stumble, you get, a, you get a bruise. You can fight that off. But if you're constantly being bruised and you're constantly being infected, pretty soon it's going to equal death if your body can't respond to that. So being a healthy leader is the ability to take the hit and keep on ticking, okay? That's a sign of health. So these are some things that what I believe that health looks like. I trust that you'll take some time and consider these things. I recently had my yearly checkup, and after my yearly checkup, they sent me a question and answer form that was much longer than I wanted to fill out. It wasn't something that was mandatory, but I agreed to do it. And they asked me all kind of introspective questions about my health, things I don't even ask myself, to be quite honest. And I thought, you know, that's really a good thing. Uh, So slow yourself down. Ask yourself some questions about health in the spiritual, emotional, and physical realms. Take those four things I share with you, what health looks like, and see if they're not a blessing to you. And use them to minister to the people around you. Rather than just saying, how are you, then you can ask some more pointed questions and help them find out how they really are. Hey, this is Keith Tusi. Thanks for letting me think out loud with you today and ponder some things and stir up this question of what does health look like? God bless you. Have a great day. Today, Keith discussed what health looks like. Health looks like the ability to care for yourself. Health looks like living pain-free without distraction. Health looks like serving beyond yourself. Health looks like the ability to fight off disease and attack. How healthy are you? Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at In Our Pastors. See you next week.